0: KYW original podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW in depth.
1: Last night, Thursday, March 19th, Governor Wolf sent out a list of business and industry in Pennsylvania. Uh, Everything was described as either life sustaining or not life sustaining. All of the businesses and storefronts that were not life-sustaining had to be shut down by 8 p.m. last night. That's Thursday. We made a podcast about it reacting to uh, what things were categorized as and uh, the way the information was given out. And a couple things have changed. Uh, Today, there's a new list. Ian Bush is back with me to talk about the new list. Hi, Ian. Hi, Tom. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. So, like, a, l- a little loopy. <laughs> yeah, we're all a little
0: loopy. I was gonna, here. I was going to address you in a different language, but then I realized it's <laughs> probably not a good idea. Considering yeah. a, I don't know one and two. This is an English language podcast,
1: right? And and it's audio only, so you can't see the crazed expressions that we have while we're
0: making trying to make jokes. When this list originally came out, and uh, remember, this was dropped uh, on our doorsteps at uh, like four fifty. Thursday afternoon with no explanation. It, it was a couple lines and it said, you know, these are these are the businesses that can stay open. These are the ones that can't in this uh, small five-page small print five-page chart. And this is handed to everybody and then you got to figure out what this means and why. Why are some businesses considered essential and others not or uh, life-sustaining and some considered not? And I imagine that a lot of these businesses and groups that represent the businesses got in touch with the governor's office last night and today and said, you know, WTH, question mark, and um, and lobbied, I'm sure, for reasons they should stay open. And we'll probably see even more of that. More industries will
1: have the chance to convince the governor's office that they are Worthy of being considered life-sustaining in this particular list.
0: And in fact, the governor said there's a waiver program uh, where you, if you believe that your business does sustain life, uh, you can fill out a waiver application and explain yourself. Part
1: of the frustration we had last night was that this list was just dumped without any explanation or anyone to answer answer questions that we had. We got a, a little more clarification today. What were your takeaways from from the governor's uh,
0: message today. Well, the main thing, and and we said this in the previous podcast, that we weren't uh, arguing necessarily with the premise the governor had, the reason for these closures, but just to help us understand what and why uh, about these closures. And the governor said today, we can't allow the surging numbers of this new coronavirus in Pennsylvania to overwhelm our healthcare system. And that's why... He ordered these businesses shut down because it means fewer people are going to get sick and it gives our healthcare system a better chance of not being overwhelmed when people do get sick and have to go to the hospital. And he warned, you know, even now it, it seems pretty drastic, but it's going to get more difficult before it gets better. That was his quote. He talked a little bit about uh, during the news conference today, he talked a little bit about um, the Uh, confusion that emerged after he put these closures in place says he understands it. Um, uh, he gave an email address about where businesses can contact the state. We'll give that in the show notes, um, to see where, where they can fall under this life sustaining versus non life sustaining category. And I know Tom, you've been looking at, these categories. They released a new list today in the same small print uh, of the yeses and nos, and some changes have been made.
1: Yeah, yeah, and a, a decent amount of changes. Uh, for the most part, the lists look pretty much the same. Everything's in the same order, so it was fortunately it was easy enough to <laughs> cross-reference and just see what changed and what didn't. Right off the bat, the first thing that caught my eye, a bunch of natural resource extraction jobs, industries that were considered non-life-sustaining last night are now okay to continue operations. So that's that's logging, timber tract operations, uh, gathering of forest products, and a couple different types of mining are now good to go. Uh, coal mining, uh, metal ore, uh, quarry operations. All three of those can now continue business as if
0: not usual, you
1: know, <laughs> business at
0: least. Whatever the new usual is. Yeah, what, what
1: is normal. Yeah. Specialty food stores. That was no, now it's yes. Did we get clarification of what a specialty food it's store is? It's yes now, really? It is yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, it looks like specialty food stores include uh, meat markets, fish and seafood markets, fruit and vegetable Markets, as Uh, well as uh, baked goods stores and also stores that sell uh, nuts and uh, confectionaries.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. That means the butcher shop will be open.
0: Butchers, yeah, the fishmongers.
1: Okay, well, that's good to know. That's good to clarify.
0: Uh, A lot of people wondering about beer, wine, and liquor stores. Uh, We know that the state store system in Pennsylvania closed this week, um, but beer distributors are allowed to remain open. Nothing changed in that regard, but, you know, we love our, uh, our beer and just wanted to tell people that.
1: We asked a few existential questions about insurance last night. Yeah. <laughs> and insurance carriers, insurance, and employee benefit funds are moving from a no to a yes. They, they can resume operations. They are now considered life-sustaining. Hmm. Agencies, brokerages, and other insurance-related activities Continue operations, but uh, in-person sales and brokerage are prohibited. So it seems like the storefronts must stay closed, but the, the governor and the governor's office wanted to make sure that people knew that these are, these are industries that are very important. And as long as you weren't visiting someone in person, they were going to stay open.
0: Well, I do wonder uh, whether these uh, in-person agencies can stay open if they're doing other things besides sales. So if they're dealing with current customers' um, needs, that's not sales. So I wonder if they can, if they're allowed to stay open, in in other words. And they are. It it says you can continue operations, but in-person sales and brokerage are prohibited.
1: Yeah, well, it seems the general, you know, one of the general themes here is that support is becoming very important and maybe new stuff isn't yeah. all that important. There's a note here about that uh, attorneys will, will be interested in legal services. The category is still no, not life-sustaining, but the note says, except as permitted expressly by the Administrative Office of Pennsylvania Courts
0: might be a legal thing that, uh, you know, if, if lawyers are needed, uh, under an emergency uh, for an emergency that, uh, the Pennsylvania courts can permit that to happen perhaps.
1: That makes sense.
0: I mean, a running theme in this is, is going to be as you, as you have already heard, and we still have more questions about this still have some confusion uh in, in involved in all this
1: i called a lawyer today for another story and he was he was at home and <laughs> he said that man everything is so much harder when when you're trying to work from home just like the little things mm. like the post-it notes you had by your <laughs> computer are was, no longer there
0: i was uh, reading some tweets last night about that there was um uh, one woman who said she never knew her husband was a let's circle back guy. Yeah,
1: I saw that too. <laughs> that?
0: Like the things you find out because you've never heard your significant other on in full work, it, work mode. <laughs> in full work mode, yeah. Uh, good. Uh, I know we talked about education last night. There's a note uh next to elementary and secondary schools. It's still a no, but the note says except for essential employees in the preparation and distribution of meals for kids. Uh, which makes sense especially in Philadelphia where they've given out tens of thousands of meals uh, to kids uh, uh, to kids in need already. Uh, and they're ramping that up next week. they're they're bringing on dozens more sites to distribute meals. Colleges,
1: universities, professional schools are still closed except for you know, there's a note there uh, except for staff to support residence halls where students, Must remain, and that makes a lot of sense. I was I was an RA in college, and every Thanksgiving and Christmas, when most people would go home to their families, we always had a bunch of a bunch of students who either did not really have a place to go back to, or uh, a lot of international students where you know you're not going to take a trip back to Germany or wherever for Thanksgiving. In in most cases, you're just gonna stay and save money on the plane ticket. Right. Okay, so here's. Something that we had questions about yesterday. Accounting, tax preparation, bookkeeping, and payroll services are now life-sustaining. Um, of course, the the added wrinkle was that today, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin announced that the deadline for filing your taxes was extended. It was pushed to uh, July 15th. So we have more time and we have the resources to get our taxes prepared.
0: Now that's for... Federal income taxes. We don't know yet whether states and municipalities True. are going to follow that. True. So as of now, all states that well, our states are still due April fifteenth, as far as we know.
1: Which is so weird to think about because I have never once filed them not at the same time. Right. I don't think we talked about this. Civic and social organizations were a yes yesterday. They could continue operating. They are a no now. Mm. Ian, do you think that's that's like the Lions Club, Rotary Clubs, or
0: yeah, and Elks and things like that? Uh, the Italian Club in uh, in Radnor, maybe? Yeah, um, that, that 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 would make sense to me. I, I don't know, but I assume so.
1: I'm not sure why they were a yes yesterday and they a seem, no now. They they seem to be centered around social interaction, right?
0: And sure, and you wonder, you know, who went through this list. Uh, for take two, and said, "Man, I'm gonna click on no for this one."
1: Yeah, private households are still closed. Did we figure that one out?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, I wish. That, so one of the problems today was uh, the governor was not at the news conference. He was there by video link, and all the questions were submitted in advance. So. That makes a reporter's job a lot more difficult. You you can't ask follow up questions. Um, I, I would love to know that. I'm gonna. I am going to email the email address that we put in the show notes and ask what this means. What does private households being closed mean? I'm just
1: curious. I'm like.
0: I'm sure it's reasonable. I just want to know what they mean. Right. Now there was. Um, we heard from Brian Abernathy, the Philadelphia managing director, this afternoon. Uh, he was asked about confusion with the governor's announcement. He says it, it aligns largely with what Philadelphia previously announced, but there were some exceptions that they were going to seek and there were questions they had for the governor about enforcement. Uh, construction, as we talked about uh, on the previous podcast, the governor has said it it needs to shut down by 8 o'clock last night. I was driving into the city today and saw construction continuing like, uh, like nothing happened. Um, but of course, uh, as Abernathy pointed out, it's incredibly difficult just to snap your fingers and stop construction. You've got to, at the very least, ensure the safety of the site, that everything's buttoned up. Um, so they wanted to talk about that. Also, electronics repair. He said if your cell phone breaks, somebody should be able to fix it. And he talked about refrigerators, too, You know, just as an example. I thought the list that we looked at had... Uh, personal and household good goods repair that was allowed to stay open. I think it did. I think it did too. So maybe uh, Abernathy was wrong about that. The other question here is about enforcement, which begins at 12.01 a.m. on Saturday. It appears that every one of these local governments that I've heard from, which include Philadelphia and Montgomery County, they say they have gotten verbal confirmation that enforcement is to be done by the municipality. So Philadelphia police uh, in Montgomery County would be left up to Lower Marion Police or wherever you live. Not the county's problem, but the local municipality's problem. So there's there are thoughts now that some local municipalities, maybe not in our area where most of these cases of coronavirus are concentrated, but in Western and Central Pennsylvania, right. they'll just ignore the, the order and allow businesses to stay open. They just won't enforce it.
1: Right. Well, especially in places where there might not be any, any known cases or, you know, there might be a lot of people walking around asymptomatic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Local police departments will probably be less incentivized to shut down a construction project.
0: And we know a lot of these local police departments are already stretched thin as yeah. it is. Now they've got to look to see oh. if the lights are on yeah. inside a nail salon. And again, I'm not arguing for these places to be allowed to stay open. I'm just pointing it out. There's a uh, editorial in the, the Tribune Review out in Western PA, uh, which starts out by saying, there's no business that isn't life-sustaining. Every business uh, in Pennsylvania and beyond all sustain life. Maybe they don't all serve food, but they provide the paychecks that put food on the table. There's an argument to be made there. And I I know a lot of business owners will be making it, but especially out in uh, parts of the state where this virus hasn't taken hold, I would imagine the governor would respond by saying, well, we don't want it to take hold there. And it will, if these, what seem to be draconian social distancing orders don't happen. It yeah, will continue to spread.
1: There's an argument to be made there because language matters, but it's also really difficult. We we understood what what the governor's office was trying to say.
0: And as of recording this now, you've got several states falling in line after California's uh, governor yesterday said he doesn't want people leaving their houses unless they're going for food or medical care. New York's governor did the same thing uh, this morning. Then. Illinois, and now Connecticut, they're telling people to stay in, in some cases, it is a shelter-in-place order. They want people to stay in their homes, and uh, Philadelphia was asked about that, too, and uh, the managing director said, I'm not sure how much stronger we could get in terms of terminology for it, but he wants people to stay in, not to be in enclosed spaces, enjoy the outdoors, with proper social distancing, but not to be anywhere that that you're gathering near somebody in an enclosed space.
1: So the intent is about the same, even if the words aren't there.
0: I would say so, yeah.
1: Governor New York Governor Cuomo said something like that as well. He said he didn't want to say the word "shelter in place," but "stay where
0: you are." <laughs> right, and you know these words have different legal meanings. And uh, you know, shelter in place—you'd right. think for a, an environmental leak or disaster or something like that you would stay in your home you close your windows this isn't like that but uh at the same time they're they're just trying to keep this scourge from becoming even worse ian there's one more piece of good news
1: for you on this list the last item i saw that was different from yesterday dry cleaning and laundry services are now life sustaining get out you can, you can uh, continue having your shirts dry clean.
0: This is the best news
1: I've gotten all day. You could even take them out from under the liquor in your trunk and have them laundered again.
0: Oh, uh, this is, that's great news. Now, yesterday we were talking about how, you know, people, laundromats are crucial for some people. Yeah. Who don't have washers and dryers. You need clean clothes. Yeah. We
1: thought yesterday, I might've taken it out of the podcast, but I asked, do you think that's a mistake?
0: Yeah, how how long can you go without without going to the laundromat, without you know, washing and drying your clothes if you happen to have if you're lucky enough to have a washer and dryer at home? Uh, you know, clean clothes in this era of coronavirus, I would imagine and as we argued in uh before that that's a necessity. And I'm glad uh they they came around on that one. I'm sure they they heard it from a lot of people. Yeah. But again, what was I would love to know what that process was like. What was the conversation like in that room where someone probably made the same arguments that we've been making saying, "Hey, come on."
1: Yeah. And I'm inclined to give people the benefit of the doubt. That, sure. You know, maybe someone just made a mistake. It's just that when you're when you're deciding what is open and what is closed, you're kind of playing with live ammunition.
0: Yeah, and lives, too, livelihoods. Absolutely. But yes, I am I am elated. I did last night take the box of liquor out of my car, uh, and I did take the remaining dry cleaning out as well. Okay. <laughs> my
1: follow-up was going to be, but are the clothes still in uh, there?
0: Clo- <laughs> the clothes have been removed from the, the trunk after about a week.
1: Do um, you know what time it is? Seven o'clock. It's seven o'clock on Friday. How are you doing, Ian?
0: Uh, Tom, I'm exhausted. I'm just... I, I, my goal for the weekend is not to say the word coronavirus. That is my goal for the weekend is not to verbalize that word. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how you know, people who are out of work and who can't work from home are dealing with this. It, uh, my heart goes out to them. Um, from a, from a news perspective though, I'm just, I'm, I'm beat. I need a couple days off to not think about coronavirus.
1: Yeah, I'm conflicted for all those those reasons. I'm exhausted and um I'd like to go to bed. It's been a very long week. Uh but I also feel really blessed that I'm still able to work. Yep. Um uh I I know maybe one person in my personal life who is able to work from home. Everybody else is is out of work. Um and that's that's a very real thing that um I don't take for granted that I I can still continue doing this. Um, you know, from home or, or where I need to be. Right.
0: And we're in at KYW, we've been taking serious precautions about how many people can be in the newsroom at any one time or at any time. And, uh, cleaning crews have been coming in to, uh, scour our work surfaces. Our reporters are all working remotely. Our traffic, uh, reporters are all working remotely uh, it's been, it's been strange. Um, but I think the, uh, we're trying our best to get information out from everywhere, even though we're having to adapt to things just like everybody else is, uh, adapt to a new way of, of working and of life.
1: And I hope you get lots of rest this weekend. Thanks again for helping me.
0: You too, mate. Get some sleep.
1: All right, buddy. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon.